Welcome to the Creating Conscious Relationships podcast with your host, Janelle Annette. On this podcast, you're going to be receiving my best teachings, tools, and practices so that you can create a conscious relationship from the inside out. So no matter your relationship status, you're going to find everything you need here to help your relationships thrive, including the one with yourself. All right, so today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to know when a relationship is right and healthy versus something that is called a trauma bond or based off of pain and probably going to cause a lot of struggle down the line. So obviously, it's so important to be able to see these things beforehand and to know what to look out for. And of course, in all relationship, I believe that we can do a lot of healing and make things work. So I don't want to say that if you experienced a rather chaotic or trauma bond relationship before that it's just no use. I think a lot of healing can come from that, but it's really important to know going forward who we are, what we want, and how to really recognize when that love is healthy and supportive. So before we get into today's episode, I'm going to let you know all about my program, Alchemy, and maybe you've heard of it before. Maybe this is your first time hearing of it. If you've been following me along for a while, then you've definitely heard about lots of different of my programs, and this is the one. This is all the ones I've done in its best form. We have taken years to go through it and to run all these women through it. And of course, it's been amazing the whole time through, but we've just really dialed it in. So basically, alchemy is everything that you need to know to heal your relationship patterns. And it works in a way that is integrative. So a lot of the time, women come to me when they're at this point where they see some of their patterns, they might have an idea or a guess about where they might come from but they just have no idea what to do going forward. They're like, what do I do with all of this information? How do I make actual change in my life possible? So that's where people come in to alchemy and that's really the work that we do. And we do that integrative practice through somatic work, through embodiment practices, through deeper self-awareness, shadow work, inner child work, and ancestral resolution work. All the work works. So, <laughs> but it works. <laughs> Oh my goodness, does it ever work? Wow, I really can't tell you how much I love this work because it just creates such profound change and it really has in my life. I cry tears of gratitude often when I think about my life now and would have been if I had not discovered what I did. And that's why I'm so passionate about bringing it forward to you and to my clients. And yeah, just witnessing how much we can change from the inside is profound each and every time. So if you are a woman who struggles with relationships and with your own self-image and self-worth and you recognize how important this work is to do and you see how everything's connected and you know that if you were able to accept yourself and love yourself more wholeheartedly, how that would transfer out into your relationships into your decisions, into how you hold yourself as a woman in this world, to the career you go after, to the work, everything. It all originates from this point. And if you get that and you understand that, this program is for you. If you know that you have some patterns that feel sticky and they're getting in the way and they're causing a lot of challenges, you just don't know where to go with it, that's where I come in. And the other women that join the program too, it's a group program, so we're all going to be going through it together and for a lot of you, that's an edge. You're like, ooh, that one-to-one -one maybe feels a little bit more safe because I can have that focused support. And I do offer one-to-one, -one, but it's very limited. And the focus is actually on the group because the group is usually 
a lot of the time that edge that women need to move into because you're actually going to be seen and witnessed by other people. And that's where a lot of that transformation really comes from. Of course, we do that as well in the one-to-one container, but the group is very potent for that because there's multiple people that you're being witnessed by. And one concern I hear often from women is, well, I tend to kind of hide in the background and not speak up for myself. So I don't know if a group program is right for me because what if that just happens? And that is exactly why you need a group program because it's going to be about pushing those edges and speaking up and being seen by people in a way that you normally wouldn't. And that's the whole point. So you don't have to figure out how to do that. There's processes that I guide you through. You're going to be lovingly brought into that edge and brought into that growth. And you don't need to know how. You just need to be willing and open to receive the depth of the work so that all of these things can change. So if you are interested in the program or curious about it, DM me group program info or program info. And I will send you more information and we'll be able to just start having a conversation. Entry is done on an application basis. So only be accepted if I know that this work can truly help you and support you. And we'll figure that out through a little consultation call where I'll be able to walk you through lots of different questions and ensure that this program is for you. If it's not, I'll recommend you other resources. And if it is, I'll give you an invitation and you can decide from that point. So that is information for alchemy. It is truly my passion, my love, my baby that I have birthed and brought into this world. And I'm so proud of it because it has already helped so many women in so many big ways. And I know this is just the beginning. And finally, if you have been listening to the episodes or even just this episode and you get something from it, please leave a review, leave a comment take a screenshot, share with your friends, share with your family, share with anyone that you think could benefit from it, share on your stories and tag me, and will help me to make lots of more free episodes for you and free resources. So without further ado, let's jump into the conversation about love bond versus trauma bond. So I want to start off this episode by actually telling you a bit of a personal story of myself and how the differences between relationships that I've engaged in in the past where it was a trauma bond and into the relationship that I'm in now. So historically, I would get into relationships without really thinking, without really asking, is this a person that I really want to be with? And often there was this really, really strong attraction to somebody, even if on some level I knew it wasn't the healthiest dynamic. So typically what would happen is I would enter into that relationship, get intimate right away and kind of lose sight of things. And I wouldn't ask any questions about what is it that they want and what do they want for the future and who are they and come to know who they are on a deep level. So without really thinking, I would just enter into these relationships and they were very activating and fun and exciting But there was this constant sense of, I need to prove myself to them. I need to be chosen. I need to be good enough for them to choose. And often those people that I was attracting were actually very unavailable. And they had made it very clear that they didn't want a relationship and they weren't ready to give me that. But there was this need within me to be like, I'm going to be the one to change that. I'm going to be the one you pick and the one you choose. So right then and there, we can see that while this is actually very common, that's based in trauma, that's based in some kind of past experience of mine that has caused that. And I won't go so deeply into my history and my past. I've done a lot of exploring around this, but I just know that this is a common story. 
right? And so there was a lot of playing games to try to get their attention. There was a lot of holding back. There was a lot of not speaking up for my needs and my desires and what I really wanted. And that would wind up in me feeling hurt and not chosen and not worthy. And I ended up getting really stuck on certain people for a very long time without being able to see clearly what was going on, or at least to be able to step away because it had almost gotten too late or I had gotten too attached. So very chaotic, just dysfunctional all around and left me feeling pretty shit, just to say the least. And the relationship that I'm in now has been this whole healing journey of just really recognizing the potency of this work because the time when we were entering into relationship, there were not really any games. It was just this sense of groundedness. I felt very secure in it. I felt very assured of myself. I was like very interested in this person, but I feel really safe in who I am and I don't feel like I need to prove and I don't feel like I need to show up as anybody And I was really vulnerable and just fully authentic and, you know, my full range of like goofy and weird to deep and intense to everything else under the sun. And we had conversations right at the beginning of what we were looking for. And that was both the same thing. So we knew that it was good to progress forward, hold back from intimacy for a long time, just really took it slow to be able to ensure that that was the person that I wanted to go deeper with and to enter into relationship and it all worked out in such a beautiful way and that's not to say there won't be struggles or dysfunction in the future of course there will be and there is in little moments but ultimately just the entering of that relationship was so healing because it was something that would have been so foreign to me in the past and that wouldn't have been accessible based on who I was choosing how I was showing up in those moments and everything in between so I wanted just to open up with that story to tell you or to show you a little bit of the difference between how entering into a relationship can be when we're just really willing to be upfront and we know our own worth and we're not looking for some other person to complete us. So let's talk a little bit about a trauma bond. A trauma bond is connected to something called a ghost figure. So a ghost figure is somebody from our past where there's a lot of unhealed relationship tension with, or there was a lot of pain and struggle with. So we often end up attracting people who resemble that figure and we recreate these childhood dynamics. Okay. So all attraction actually falls under this and some are just more extreme than others. So I'll speak to a few indications of a trauma bond. And again, all relationships might have this to a degree. And I'll speak between the difference between when we probably can't work through it versus when we can. So a ghost figure attraction or this trauma bond, it's typically starts off very passionate, very strong sexual connection, always wanting to be with the person. There's usually a deep feeling of familiarity. And at a certain point, there tends to be a lot of conflict and intensity, and it can be very triggering. And it's really difficult to make work. And if you can, in those relationships, a lot can be healed, but it takes a lot of willingness on both ends. So when you're really activated in all your trauma from the past, again, you can work through all of those things within the container of the relationship, but it can be very difficult and you need two people who are very willing. And within that, of course, you can have a relationship that's a little less charged and a little bit more coming just from that secure place where there still can be passion and feelings of familiarity and everything in between, but it's just not as 
overwhelming. It's not as anxiety provoking. It's not as like I'm always on the edge of my seat trying to figure out what is going to happen and if I'm safe and not, right? And often in those more secure, stable, healthy relationships, it's a little bit of a slow build. It's not that intense, overwhelming connection right away that's based in a desire to be chosen. It's actually just in a slow foundational building of coming to know one another and coming to meet in vulnerability and really just peeling back the layers of self. But it always has a sense of safety. And there's usually not too much questioning of if this person is going to leave or not. Of course, that abandonment wound can still come up, absolutely, but it's usually not overwhelming or it usually doesn't overtake you because part of you feels that this person is really there and is really showing up and can help soothe that abandonment wound, right? So those are some differences between trauma bonds and true love or conscious relationship at the beginning. And in a trauma bond, there's usually a really intense pattern of push and pull. One person leans in, the other person pulls back, and then it switches. It's that anxious avoidant dance And depending on where you are within your attachment style, you might be stuck more in one side and be playing out one side of that pattern. Maybe you're more in the pushing forward. You're looking to them to pick you, to soothe. You want all their attention. Or maybe you're in more of that avoidant position where that intimacy and that connection kind of freaks you out and you have to lean back and try to find your own space. But wherever you are in that, if it's more a trauma bond, there's likely that really intense back and forth push and pull, and it's hard to find that stable ground within the middle. Another indication of a trauma bond is just being really unclear in what you want and what they want and being afraid to talk openly about what it is that you want because you fear that if you state it, that they're going to walk away. And it's kind of messed up when we think about this. We're like, oh, I don't want to tell them that I want commitment or I don't want to tell them that I want a family or whatever it may be because I don't want to freak them out. And so we try to sneak in there and be like, oh, I'll just show them how great I am and then they're going to pick me and then it's going to be fine. But that doesn't work, right? (laughs) We don't want to craft a relationship on trying to change somebody because we all know how that goes and sometimes it works, but a lot of the times it ends up in pain and a bit of self-abandonment because you weren't willing to state that need from the beginning and to be clear in that and to be met in that. And when we have this sense of self-worth and self-confidence, we can actually approach relationships and be like, hey, this is what I want, take it or leave it. But I'm not willing to sacrifice what it is that I want and I need in order to try to just keep you hooked, right? And that's not who I am. So it's this very different energy that we enter into relationship with that usually determines if we're going to entertain a trauma bond or not. So I've said a little bit about how this is formed, right? A lot of those parental figures or intense family relationships where there's a lot of unresolved trauma and you're essentially playing that out and looking to heal those patterns within a relationship. We end up attracting mates that represent similar characteristics to those people. So we end up usually just repeating that same old song and dance that we would have played out in our family systems without getting much resolution. And that's where conscious relationship work comes in because it allows you to see all of these things happening and know what to actually do with it and how to heal through relationship rather than just continue repeating patterns from the past over and over again. And you can definitely heal some of this on your own. I spent four and a half years being single and really just coming into my own self and doing a lot of healing on this work. And I do believe that is what led me to being able to attract a secure, conscious, healthy partnership 
But a lot of relationship healing happens in the relationship. So throughout that four years of being single, I still had flings and I still had to practice speaking up for myself and stating what I wanted, although shaky at times, highly uncomfortable at times, so uncomfortable I wanted to run away and hide after, but just having all of those little moments of entering into deeper vulnerability and speaking up for what I needed and wanted so that I could arrive to that place of finally being really ready to actually go into relationship with somebody. So it doesn't matter if you're single or you're in a relationship, you can still heal, but it's really important to do this work as soon as possible because otherwise we just remain unconscious to the whims of our subconscious mind, right? And we end up being guided by that in life and it usually takes a pretty big wake-up call for us to really recognize what's going on. And when we just continue repeating painful dynamics, we tend to question ourselves and that can be really destructive for our self-worth and it can also form these really hardened beliefs about other people and we can become kind of stuck in our ways. So if we have a pattern of attracting emotionally unavailable men, for example, over and over again, we can form these beliefs that, well, men just are this way. Men are unavailable. Men only care about sex. Men only care about this. And we get so hard in that belief that we can't actually see outside of that. And that can be very problematic, right? Because these patterns become more hardwired over time. So the more we identify with these patterns and we repeat them, the harder it is to step outside of that, which is why I really encourage doing this work as soon as you can. So what is possible in an actual love relationship or a love attraction, right? And I mentioned that it's stable and sometimes it's slow and that it can feel boring at first if you're not used to it, right? And that doesn't mean you have to force yourself into liking somebody that you just have no attraction for because you can't do work in that department either. We have to work with our attraction, But just to recognize if a stable love relationship is coming into your life, it might feel boring and that's okay. You can give it time to see if attraction builds and you don't have to rush into anything, right? Going slow is so important in this work in my eyes. And if you can imagine being so confident in your own self-worth that you really hold this energy of this is what I know I want and this is what I am expecting of whoever comes into my life and if you can't meet me in that then I don't need that energy right let's say you want commitment and you want a deep relationship if you can really hold that and say I'm not settling for any less that's so attractive to the right person right of course maybe we'll freak out the person who's not ready for that commitment and well then good right then you've done what you needed to do so really just being able to hold this energy of self-worth and confidence is super attractive to the right person and can make it all feel so much safer and more comfortable, especially as you enter into that relationship to go, I know who I am. I know I've got me. I know I love me and I feel safe in life generally because no matter what happens, I'm here for myself and I know how to show up for myself. So that piece of self-confidence is so important, not just before entering into that relationship, but holding that all the way throughout And I wrote a post about this a while ago inspired by my relationship and it was really well received. Everyone felt like they could really resonate. So I'm just going to speak to what I wrote here, which was when it's love, you don't have to force it, prove yourself as lovable, keep what you're looking for a secret, play it cool or play any games, jump into physical intimacy right away to keep them interested or read between the lines, right? It's just clear. And when it's right, you can share your truth, your needs, and your desires and actually be met with receptivity. 
You can have the conversation of what you're looking for in a relationship right away, express your true feelings for them and feel closer as a result, settle into trust, not worrying if they will choose you or not, and co-create safety so that you both feel safe in bringing all parts of you forward. Holding back your thoughts and feelings in an attempt to be chosen is not a stable foundation for a relationship to bloom. So while it's up to you to express your truth to them, the right person will make that journey easier. So if you're chasing something that isn't naturally unfolding, go inward and get curious. What is it about this dynamic that draws me in? And are they really the right person for me? So that post is finished off with that question. And that's really me trying to get into who does that person represent for you? Why are they so attractive? If it's an unhealthy relationship, right? If you're chasing something that's just not happening, what is it? And can we just get curious? Can we just explore what's underneath that? And if you do, either on your own or perhaps even in working with me in a container, you're going to learn a lot of things about yourself that you probably didn't see. So I want to just finish off this episode by sharing another story of a past client of mine because it was so potent when she applied all of this work. And I really just want to help you feel connected to a vision if it's hard for you to even imagine what a healthy relationship would be like because maybe you've never even had one. I just want you to know that this is all possible for you. So I had a past client who came to me and she was in this really unhealthy relationship and she didn't know for sure at the time but she had a sense that it wasn't great and she had kept trying to do all these things to make it work and she didn't know whether or not it was the right time or not to let go so by bringing her through the whole framework of alchemy her values her needs where she was at within that relationship she tried bringing a lot of things forward to him she tried changing the ways and the dance of the relationship to see if they could meet each other in more depth And it just didn't actually end up working out. And she had come to me to try to find internal clarity about this relationship going forward. And while that might seem like a sad tale, it's, I have a second part of the story, but it's not, right? Because she was really trying to determine, is this the right person for me? And through doing a lot of the work and going through the frameworks and knowing which practices to use and which questions to ask, she came to discover that it just actually wasn't. And then I got an email from her about, I think about a year or a year and a half after we worked together. And she had said, I've been sitting on this message for a long time and I wanted to tell you, but I've been waiting for the right moment. And she went on to write me this big email about how she had met somebody and how she followed all the steps of the program and was super straight up with her non-negotiables and what she was looking for and what she wanted and all of the beautiful, amazing things. And she ended up getting married to this man. And I've checked in recently. They're still doing really great and even using the tools and the practices through the program and everything like that. And they were really just able to build a safe and secure and stable relationship and a foundation. And yeah, the story just brings me into my emotions. And that email, I just cried tears of gratitude because it was so sweet and so telling about what's possible when we can really go in and do this work and our self-worthiness work and everything in between. So I wanted to share that with you because I know if you were like me, really struggling in the relationship department, it can almost seem impossible to know what that stable, healthy, secure, safe relationship would feel like. But if it's possible for her and for myself, then it's possible for you. So of course, if you want to go deeper in that, you know about the program Alchemy, I've been talking about it a lot. 
and it is all of the steps to do all of this and more, all the tools, all the teachings, and of course, the integrative practices that we do on the session, right? And that is going to help you feel like you don't have to prove yourself anymore to anyone else to try to win somebody's love. And you can just really develop this unshakable sense of self-worth and confidence that's going to take you so far within your relationships and honestly, just really every other aspect in your life. So it's amazing. And if you want in, there is limited seats. I'm doing pre-enrollment already for the August cohort and it's going to fill up. So if you're interested in that, DM me alchemy info and I will send you lots of information. We can have a conversation and I will only take you into this program if I know it's right for you and can offer you the support you need. So we'll have that consultation call and be able to go through that then. And just another loving reminder to please rate and comment and subscribe to this podcast. It supports me in such big ways and helps me just continue to create lots of goodness for you. So that's everything. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please reach out, share your insights, questions, comments, concerns, (laughs) question mark, if you have them. And otherwise, I will see you on the next episode. 